Hey, my friends, it's Nate Short, and welcome to a special episode of Run Your Business Like a Business, a podcast where we explore better ways of how to run your real estate business more like a real business and at the same time have a life outside real estate. Hey, I'm your host, Nate Short, and I'm honored to be your high-performance coach today with this episode. And I've spent the last 20 years working as a top-performing realtor, while at the same time studying business strategy, human psychology, and really deep diving into how to help real estate agents be better at their craft. And I created ROS, which stands for the Rib Lab Operating System, an acronym for Run Your Business Like a Business, to explore and educate agents about topics such as creating a vision and goals for your business building your team, improving your systems, improving productivity, creating accountability, and really challenging yourself to up your game and make an impact. My goal, inspired by my own personal journey, is to help real estate agents create dynamic, fun, profitable real estate businesses while at the same time having amazing life balance, energy, and passion for living your best life. And so if that's what you're looking for, that's what we're doing here today. And just as a reminder, if you want to go to another level of development, both personally and professionally, be sure to check out our coaching programs at fitforgrowth.com, where we believe that coaching is the key to achieving your goals and living your best life. And the best part is it's science-based, so we know it works. Because it's time to level up, my friends. It's time to take your life back. It's time to find that focus and that confidence and that vibrancy again. And I'd love to be your coach into fuller levels of high performance. Now, without further delay, let's jump into today's episode. All right. Well, I want to thank you for joining me today here on this podcast, Run Your Business Like a Business, and super grateful to have you here and listening to this series on ROS, which is what I call the Rib Lab Operating System. And uh, it's really a blend of high-performance coaching, which is Brendan Burchard's work, where I'm a coach for him, actually, or for his uh, his curriculum, at least. And then I'm also coaching on this traction book, which is the small business book, one of the best-selling uh, small business coaching curriculums out there that helps small businesses create some structure. And, you know, the idea of the coaching really here is not having a recipe that we're trying to you know, apply to you and your life. It's really about customizing a, an approach that is going to work for you and your your business and your life to help you have things to focus on so that you can continue to build skills and knowledge and, you know, just understanding around what we know scientifically is going to help create uh, a better, better life for yourself. And so that's really what ROS is all about. And in the previous sessions up to this point, of course, we talked about vision and the whole roadmap piece, having knowing where we want to go. We talked about the people pillar, having the right people in your business and in your life that, that are in the right seats. You know, they got to be qualified and they have to be experts in the areas where you need help. The third pillar of process, where we're continually thinking of our business as this work in progress and we're working on the processes within our business to uh, improve, whether that's lead generation system or whether that's your sales system or your operation system uh, or your finance and administrative system. You know, what are those processes you can continually work on and improve? And then the fourth pillar, we talked about the purpose. Uh, this is the whole fuel behind you. It's like the why are you even doing this uh, part of it. And of course, there's a lot been written on 
finding your purpose and all of that. And so we talked about that pillar real briefly. And then uh, the last couple sessions, we talked about this productivity pillar of routines and time management and time blocking. And so in this pillar, I want to introduce the sixth pillar uh, of ROS, which is called the courage pillar, or also I, I call it like challenge. So this is how we challenge ourselves and how we can be more courageous in showing up in our lives. And why that's important is because when you're when you're just comfortable, you know, you never quite come fully alive. You're never really fully optimizing your potential. And we know that it's so important, you know, to be always growing and learning. And it's kind of built into our human psyche. And it's uh, it's just all about the world. I mean, think about how the world has just progressed over the last many, many years, ever since the beginning of time. And it's continuing in our time that we're living to accelerate. And it's really um, amazing to see where the human race is taking the world. And I, I think that's a very positive one in a lot of ways. And obviously there's some negative things out there too, but we're all about personal development and positivity. And so that's what I'm going to keep the, uh, the direction of the conversation going. But this courage piece I think is a really, really important one. And to me, courage is really about taking action on things where we feel fear, uh, or where we feel some kind of a resistance uh, you know, around things that we know are going to help us grow. So that could be leaving a job or maybe leaving your brokerage that you don't like, or that could be leaving a relationship or the you know, maybe firing somebody within your company, or it could be, uh, maybe a personal relationship. It could be moving to a new town or maybe going into a different part of the real estate business that you didn't know about. You know, those are all examples of uh, ways that people take courage. Um, I think one of the reasons, reasons that courage is such an important piece is because in order to live a fully charged life, you know, in this personal development coaching world that, that I live in, um, we know that a person has to be challenged. They're not going to just pay for accountability or we're not going to be fully happy with just accountability because we have to be growing. We have to be moving towards something that's really important. Uh, so, you know, here, here's a question for you. Now, think of the three of the most courageous things that you've done ever in your life. And my guess is that when you think about those three things, you know, they're, they're highlights. So if you were to look back on your life, maybe you're at the end of your life and you're like, where was I most courageous? Those would be the most meaningful to you. And they would really stand out to you. I remember when I was 16 years old, I, I, uh, I was being very courageous, but I didn't really know it because I, I I didn't have any fear like a lot of younger people, you know, and I was like, I'm just going to climb Mount Rainier, which is about 14,410 feet. Um, and, and I did that when I was 16 years old, you know, got the crampons, got trained, you know, hiking across these big crevasses, uh, at 3am in the morning with, you know, all sorts of gear on, but I still remember that gosh, nearly 40 years later of, of just the intensity of the, of that experience. And it's something that I'm really proud of. And there's a number of those things, of course, in my life, when I look at the big, the big things that I've done, you know, it's, it's been getting married and having great relationships with my family and going on vacations. And it's been, um, taking, you know, getting into coaching. This was a big, 
big piece of courage, you know, getting away from just what I was doing in the real estate brokerage business. But you know, that took a lot of courage. It was a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of investment. And it's been when I've made those decisions to um, change things up that I felt I think most proud of, and they all have not been uh, certainly very successful, you know, hugely successful. Some have been very successful and some have not, but um, that's what I want to talk about. So I got three things for you in this session around this pillar of courage. And this is kind of a great lead into this because I think the first thing I think about when I think about courage is just learning to honor the struggle. And what do I mean by that? Well, what I mean to that by that is that, um, you know, a lot of times we think in terms of the end destination of where it is that we're trying to go and that being the reward. And I think around courage, it's really learning. It's a mindset shift of learning to, um, really lean into the process and the struggle of, of where you're going. So for me in the coaching world, it's, you know, continuing to, to learn how to coach, to ask better questions, the psychology, the neuroscience behind it, uh, talking to a lot of different people, getting a lot of different perspectives. And then how do I apply that to the individual or the person that I'm coaching to help them get the best result for them? not through telling them what to do, but by giving them the framework and asking them the appropriate questions so that they themselves can then uncover their, you know, their, their own motivations and truths and, um, and ideas of how it is that they can improve their businesses and their life. So it's in honoring the struggle. Um, the, the way that I like to put it is, is just continuing to enjoy that whole process. I remember telling my son, you know, in baseball and in all the sports that he played, because he, he would just say, oh, I just hate going to these practices. And I said, well, when you can learn to enjoy the practices as much or more than <clears throat> maybe winning the game or, or the actual game itself, then you've really got something because, uh, and I, th- I think of a lot of these Olympic athletes, the commitment and the grind that they have to endure to get to that maybe Olympic gold moment, uh, moment is, you know, incredible. And so they have to have just such a burning desire and kind of this purpose behind them of why they're doing what they're doing to be able to get them through all the difficulty of the practices and the, you know, showing up every day. And so you need, um, you need that inner drive but you also need to be leaning into that struggle and learning to enjoy that grind. And then having, I think what's the big part of that too, is having a good coach alongside you that can help take you through that time when maybe you're feeling weak, weaker, or you're feeling like you, you want to give up. And so honoring the struggle is the first thing I think about when I think about courage. Um, second thing I think about is really sharing your truth and ambitions so if, when you've identified something that you really want to work towards or you really want to achieve in life, um, it's it's sharing that out there. It's putting that out there. It's like you can't just hold that inside yourself and not uh, share it with anybody. You want to you be 
having that external kind of public accountability. And so I think that's the second thing when I think of courage when we're doing our coaching is we're trying to help people with this mindset piece of enjoying the struggle, um, having a growth mindset. Then the second piece is really sharing that uh, with other people, making it more public out there so that they have kind of that built-in accountability. And then the, the, um, the next thing I think about and when we think about co uh, coaching around courage is finding somebody to fight for. So sometimes that can be your coach that you're wanting to show up for. You know, I think of golfers out there. I just got done watching uh, one of the big tournaments, the U S open. Uh, and it was just amazing. But you know, his coach, the guy who won Matthew Fitzpatrick Patrick this past year, he, his coach was right beside him as he was coming off the green, you know, and, and, and his family and his brother and, uh, you know, you know, that was so important to him. And so when you're showing up for somebody else, it's, it's an interesting psychology. You know, a lot of times we will show up for other people. We will do things for other people uh, far in advance of what we'll actually do for our own selves. And so, um, I think that's a really cool thing to understand is, is that when we can, can, look at these three things, you know, when they're in terms of courage, honoring the struggle, sharing your truth and ambitions, and then having somebody to really fight for. Um, now we've got a really great recipe for, uh, for building courage into our life and, and continuing to maximize our growth. And so, um, I think in, you know, where I want to ask you guys right now really is just to think about in terms of real estate, your real estate business, oh, how can you be more courageous in your real estate business. You know, there's, there's a lot of different areas I think of off the top of my head. Um, and, and just going through the different pillars, you know, on my vision pillar, am I being courageous enough? Am I challenging myself to really go after things or am I, there's there some type of self-limiting belief on what I actually can achieve and what I can do. Um, and particularly like when you think 10, like 10 years out, when we talk about that roadmap and we talk about where, what's your 10 year vision, you know, really being courageous in that to say, what is it that I really want? Like, what would be amazing to be able to achieve and setting that out there? Um, I think about the people pillar of bringing people into our lives and challenging ourselves and having more courage to build um, help around us. <clears throat> you know, you think about a big part of people's unhappiness is that uh, in real estate is that they're always doing everything themselves or they are working too much, you know, working evenings and, you know, getting distracted all the time and it takes away from their family, but are they being courageous enough to, to hire and bring in the help? And so that becomes a big piece of courage <clears throat> in regards to these pillars. Uh, it also can, in, in the people pillar can revolve around conversations, maybe even difficult conversations that we're having with people that work for us or people that are around us, even our managers, or maybe people that we're working with on the client side to have some of those difficult conversations right now, as the market is in transition, you know, it takes courage to have difficult conversations with people, especially when it's revolving around a lot of money and, and a very emotional transaction, which real estate is. So, um, you know, it's really about living more true to who you are and to uh, your growth, which we know is so important, and then to making helping you make that bigger impact. So it's this courage pillar that is that is that missing component. And so we are always in our coaching, challenging people, uh, 
asking people how they can be more courageous to show up in a bigger way. And there's a lot of examples in real estate. Um, so, you know, I just touched on vision and people, but also blends into how can we be more courageous in the process pillar where we're, you know, d developing and building our processes within our business. How can we be more courageous in uh, defining and really uh, narrowing in on our per our overall purpose that drives us and how can we be more productive and of course, um, you know, this is all about the ROS coaching program, that blend of high performance and traction. So yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. We spent about 15 minutes. I like to spend, again, you know, 15, 10 to 20 minutes on these sessions, just talking about the different pillars of ROS. But as we start to wrap things up, because now this is the sixth pillar, we have one more pillar to go. We're going to start diving deeper into each of the pillars. And I'm actually going to start bringing other people into these podcasts to talk about their experiences around these pillars too, to give you even more perspective because personal development, professional development, it's an ongoing thing. It never stops. And, but when you can really understand some of these main pillars around, you know, rooted in psychology and neuroscience and all that we've learned about the brain, uh, you know, it can be really amazing uh, impact and help you go from maybe that caged life that you feel you're trapped right now, or maybe it's that you're comfortable, but you're not really super excited about where it is that you're going and, uh, you know, the things that you can achieve, but leading you into that charged life, which we know is kind of the, the holy grail of personal development. It's just feeling really um, excited and passionate about what it is that you're doing. And of course, that, that, that influences other people out there, those people around you, those relationships that you have. And um, this is, I think, how we change the world. And one of the reasons that I'm so passionate myself about coaching and teaching this material is because of the impact that it has made on my life. So I want to thank you for listening to this podcast again. Uh, appreciate having you here with us. And in the next session, we are going to talk about this last pillar, the seventh pillar of ROS that we call energy, which brings it all together uh, to and, and wraps those six pillars around with a big arms and, and a big hug to give you the foundation for building a better business and a better life. So I want to thank you again, and we'll see you in the next one.